For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's 741 of the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Running a little bit behind today. Uh, Ask Dom will be coming up after news. Take your legal calls. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here's Galvin with news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. They have seven locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsboro, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. Stop in there, get some great deals. They've got the Uggs if you're looking for them. They also have the uh, light-up sketchers for the kids. Whatever you're looking for, Pelt Shoes has them. They have over 150 brands in there, so stop into a Pelt location near you. All you have to do is whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Fred. Galvin. Fred. That doesn't work. You can say Fred. Galvin. And get 10% off Pelt Shoes, the perfect fit. Jerry. Uh, it's over. Again, the 538 members of the Electoral College cast their ballots on Monday, and uh, they, of course, picked President-elect Joe Biden again. <laughs> he got his victory over Donald Trump. Uh, in Georgia, a state that Biden was able to flip in 2020, former Democratic gubernatorial candidate uh, Stacey Abrams took the roll call of electors and announced that the state has cast its electoral votes for him, she said, quote, I am pleased to announce that Joseph R. Biden has received 16 votes for the president of the United States. A little after 5.30 p.m. when California cast its 55 votes, Biden crossed the 270-vote threshold needed to officially be declared as the next president of the United States. Uh, it's official now. It's official. <clears throat> so now Trump will stop, right? He'll stop. Why don't I don't really know what else he's been doing. I don't know. I oh, know he's, const- he's constantly still well, doing all the stuff. The Texas court just denied him. He's just yelling and has no proof at all. They've lost yeah. over 50 court cases. Yeah. They've been yeah. either thrown out or they've lost. Over 50. Yeah, it comes a time where you need to move on. And even <laughs> Biden... But for what? To, like, overturn... Yeah, to overturn yeah. the Devers, you know, votes thrown out or it all they've tried every single thing. And Biden uh, spoke last night and he, and he even said, he goes, we've allowed Donald Trump to go every route possible to try and prove that this election was not legit. And they've failed in every case. All right. Time to move on. Look, I, yeah. I'm talking about for me. I don't uh, I, I, I said if if Biden won. I'm going to respect who the president is for the next four years. That's it. I don't, you know, obviously I don't have to agree with everything he's going to say, but uh, he he is who the people have chosen to be our president, and that's how, as a country, that's what we should do. We should give him the next four years to see what he can do, and uh, if that doesn't work out, we vote him out, we vote somebody else in. But did you guys hear, I don't know whether you guys heard this or not, uh, dead people were voting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and saw I, I'm sure that happened saw every that. election, though. 
Yeah. You know, I'm sure that I, I'm sure that dead people voted, and I'm sure that uh, people voted twice, and I'm sure there was definitely some signs of corruption, as there probably has been in every election in our lifetime. But then, probably we- less now than there was before everything was all computerized. But if that's the case, and this ha- has happened in other previous elections, then shouldn't we come up with a better way to vote? It's impossible. Well, it that's not impossible, but it's almost impossible, I would say. I mean, you, you account for it, though. You know what I mean? There's there's cheating on both sides. Of, yeah, there's yeah, margin right. of error. So it's like, okay, but with everything combined, we figured it out. Okay, he's the president. That's how it works. Uh, by the way, anybody read about how people are freaking out that uh, Jill Biden calls herself Dr. Jill Biden? But she is a doctor. She is a doctor. She is yeah. a doctor of education. Doesn't matter. She got no. her doctor degree. She's no, a doctor. No, but, but I'm, t- I'm not saying that there's any problem saying that No, not there with you, people. but there are people who are having yeah. a problem with that. Uh, this one guy wrote a thing and said, uh, a wise man once said, you're not a doctor unless you've delivered a baby. Yeah, well, that guy's not that wise. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, you're, you're a doctor if you've gone through enough school. And you've gotten your yeah. doctor degree. You're a doctor. I don't care if you're a doctor of those. All those doctors who are sex therapists and all that. If they went through and they got the the proper schooling to be called a doctor, they're a doctor. Uh, doctor Phil, probably one of the most famous doctors. What does he have his doctor in? I wonder. It's it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a medical not, degree. It is a medical degree, but I don't. It's not what he. He's not like a psychiatrist. Uh, clinical psychology. Psychology. Yeah. yeah. So okay. He's so, not. He's not going to be able to deliver a baby, or he's you know uh, not going to be able to. If somebody passes out in a restaurant, there's a doctor in the house. Doctor Phil over there. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is loosen your tie. Uh, what I did find out. So I dated a girl whose father was a doctor of science. He had his doctor degree in in chemistry, and she made a reservation for him. And she was uh, she wanted so bad to be fancy, and she would name it. She would leave it under Doctor, whatever their last name was. Uh-huh. And uh, he told her, "Don't do that." He said, "That's that in that case. That's you only do that for a medical doctor in case there is a medical emergency. They know that there's a doctor there." Right. He's like, "But other than that, you can you know you sign it. You you have business cards that say doctor. I am I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. I think if you're if you went to school and you got approved." Uh, Dom doesn't it? Doesn't Dom have his doctor? He does. Yeah. yeah. So. So he's a doctor lawyer. Doctor lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he's a doctor of law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen. As a guy who dropped out of college, if you finished it, you earned it. I would like my wife to uh, to go back to school now that my kids are older. My wife has her master's degree, and I think she would have got her gotten her doctorate with ease. Yeah. She loves school. She's good at it. She loves it, and I believe that she would have done. Uh, great had she, you know, had she wanted to do that. And then you could come home and say stuff like, is the doctor in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we could play doctor. Oh, Dr. Calta. Uh-huh. Uh, the first Americans to get the vaccine were in New York. An ICU nurse named uh, Sandra Lindsay got the vaccine yesterday morning. Then a guy at the same hospital became the first doctor in the U.S. to get it. Uh, they both said it was like any other vaccination they've had before, and they'll get their booster shot in about three weeks. The first person here in Tampa was a nurse. Uh, locally that got it done. So people are getting it done. Everybody's staring at her head now to see if her head grows weird. We'll yeah. see. see what did happens. you see Louis Farrakhan? No. What did Came he? Out. What reasonable thing did he have to say? He called white people crackers. Of course. And he said that uh, it was t- the toxic waste shot. Mm. And that uh, he's very, he's anti-vaccination, uh, so. He's anti-everything. <laughs> <laughs> Except he liked uh, Eli Whitney. Love no, he didn't, because Eli Whitney was white. I forgot again. Oh, racist. Uh, a 20-year-old right here in Clearwater, Florida, who was stopped for drunk driving 
already bad, right? Had an AR-15 on his lap, and he said it was because, on his lap on his lap while he was driving drunk, and he said it was because quote. He'd seen a lot of crazy stuff since moving to Florida from Alabama. Uh, the, the rifle was loaded with a full magazine and a round in the chamber, police said. Did they say you are the crazy stuff from Florida? Yeah. That you're making the news right now? Uh, he was released yesterday from the county jail after posting a $900 bond on three misdemeanor charges. Ooh, that sounds like it should be a lot more, right? Driving drunk. While you have a AR-15 on your lap, sounds like it should be more than nine hundred dollars to get out of jail. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Is that his mugshot? That's his mugshot there. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I never flip the bird. I never cut anybody off. I'm not right? laying on my horn. You don't know who has an AR laying in their lap. Nope. Yeah, it's true I, though. You can't really. I mean, there's a lot of you know, and with especially with Florida with the right to carry. There's a lot of people who are you know completely responsible gun owners, but then there's Dicks like this, who's a twenty-year-old and he's drunk, yep. on the side of his door. You know, I, I, I started thinking the other day. I was like, I don't care about you. Want to cut me off? You want to, as long as it doesn't cause a, right. you know, almost an accident or something like that. You want to give me the finger? I don't care. I can't. I can't imagine at this point what it would take to get me like so mad that I'd want to get out of the car and beat you up at the light. You know what I mean? I love whenever somebody does something to you. And you don't, like, respond or anything, and then you pull up to a light, and they flip you off and something, and you're like, yeah. you know you're just mad at yourself. Yeah. You know yeah. you did it, whatever. I've gotten to the point now where I do something dumb, and I give them the, ah, that was me. Yeah. That was yeah. me. Sorry me about too. that. Me too. Me too. And then uh, I pulled up at the light next to somebody that I cut off by accident and rolled down my window, and they're like, <laughs> they're getting ready to fight, and I rolled down my window. I go, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. And they go, oh, no, it's okay. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, I was driving uh, not too long ago. And it was dark. It was I was it was in a little like a little town area that had restaurants, and it was dark, and I couldn't see. And this family came through the crosswalk, but they were all wearing dark clothes, and they didn't oh. see them. And I had to jam on my brake, and they were like, "Hey!" And I go, "I'm sorry, I didn't see you guys." And then they were all like, "It's no problem at all." You know, once you once you communicate, and right. nobody is angry anymore. Yeah, I don't. I I I have no. I have none of that anger anymore in traffic, especially with. Uh, if you're going slow in the fast lane, I don't like that. I'll go around you. But if I look and you're an old person, I'm like, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do every time I see somebody do something and I pull up next to them, no matter what they look like, I go, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I knew yeah. I knew you were going to be an albino. <laughs> like I knew what? it. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, this is why you want to support the police. Police in California pulled over a Little Caesars pizza delivery driver on Friday and found out that he had an outstanding warrant, so they arrested him. But the guy was on a delivery. So guess what the cops did? Let him make his delivery first? No, they took the pizza and delivered it for him. Oh, That's cool. Wow. That's cool of the cops. Yeah. Although, I'm, although somebody's totally high out of their mind, yeah. the cops show up with their pizza. Wait a second, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know if I trust that pizza. <laughs> They're bringing it. It's cops. I, I know, well, not like trust them like that the pizza's messed up, but I feel like as soon as I took the pizza and gave them cash, oh yeah, they they'd be like, all right, now get on your knees, swarm, your hands swarm, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're going to trap me with a pizza. Uh, yeah. You give me a pizza, I'm walking right up to you. I'm like, I, I don't know. I would have ate the pizza. Uh, no. I would have been like, nope, you're going to jail, and I would have ate the pizza. Yeah, but the, the innocent person is hungry, and they don't uh, get their pizza. They yeah, want some pizza. not fair. Sorry, it's on that guy. That's all you have to do to get Carmen into your van is just put a pizza in there, <laughs> and she'll walk right in. Yes. Oh, or tacos. Pillowcase over her head. Yeah. Uh, does anybody know what a cannibal sandwich is? I do. You do? What is it, Spanish? It's a sandwich that is just raw meat. 
What kind of meat? Uh, I believe it's beef. Yes. Ground beef. Ground so beef. I know this because my brother and my father would eat these. Oh. Oh. It is, most of the time it's like toasted bread. It's ground beef, onions, and then you put on like a sauce, kind of like a Reuben, but yeah. it's totally uncooked. So it's called a cannibal sandwich. And you get like good lean ground beef with 90% lean, whatever. Mm. Uh, but the Wisconsin Health Department is telling people not to eat cannibal sandwiches, <laughs> yeah. which we all should know already. Uh, it's a popular Christmas tradition, the raw beef and onions on bread. I, I can tell you that I think that's part of the reason why Tom Calta is so... My dad is so uh, adverse to illness. Why he's why he's kind of like you, Galvin, mm. where he's never gets sick because he he's been eating raw things since, as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Anytime he cook, he'd eat something raw. He'd, you know, a couple making chopped meat, eat the chopped meat, making sausage, eat the raw what? sausage. You'd be yeah, eating. my grandparents do that too. Yeah, I mean, not sit down with a plate of it, but they would right. chuck a little into his mouth, and and I think that he's built up a. Uh, an immunity now. A couple raw shrimp. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like I would eat this because I love steak tartare at any restaurant. I'm pretty sure that's also just raw meat, and it's delicious. Yeah, but yeah. that's also a better cut of meat. Yeah, but, I guess you're right. Yeah. But still, it's raw. That's so good. I don't. I'm not that. I don't like. I'm a texture guy, and that grosses me out. Really? But so, like, yeah. why can you eat fish raw? You can eat some raw, like people. You can like salmon and salmon, tuna. but you're eating sushi grade salmon. If you just yeah. try to roll up on a salmon that just right. came out of a stream and eat it, you're gonna throw your face up. Right, but is there like sushi grade, or I guess not sushi grade, but like you have to ask for that when you're buying it. If you're gonna eat really? it raw, you have to make sure you buy the right sushi. I mean, buy the right salmon. But is there a style of meat <clears throat> that is that high quality? Yeah, I mean that, that you can go get steak tartare at most high end restaurants. They'll make a, a good so quality good. steak tartare. That means their steak has to be. But I, I still don't want to eat that. I mean, it's delicious, too. It's just uh, yeah. sometimes the thought of it and the texture of it just grosses me out. Oh, so good. Uh, Pepperidge Farm. Now, I think this is a little ploy. I think you remember this the is... Pepperidge Farm guy? Yeah. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, I <laughs> Joe, think... you remember that guy? Yes, I do. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> I think this is one of those ones where they were like, uh, hey, we're running out of frozen pizzas, trying to get people to buy them and stuff. Pepperidge Farm is warning people that they might see a Milano cookie shortage during Whoa. the holidays. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, panic. Cool. Go get them now. Panic, panic. <laughs> uh, they say it's a mix of production issues because of the pandemic and more demand for the cookies around the holiday oh, season. Yeah. So. Mm. If you're looking for Milano's. Joe's got him. Pepperidge Farm remembers. This guy also has butterscotch candies in his pocket. Well, oh, for yeah. sure. 100%. Uh, that's how he gets a kid in his pocket. van. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember Peak Freens? Anybody Peak remember Freen? Peak Freen? No. Peak Freens are extraordinarily delicious. They were cookies that were made for adults, not for kids. Oh. And they gave him a dumb name like Peak Freens. You don't remember that? <laughs> oh, Nobody? Terrible. Am I the only one? Peak Freens are extraordinary. Mm. Cookies. <laughs> They're made for grown-up taste. Big creams are much too young. So what do they think? Kids were going to be like, I want to try the adult cookies. They were serious cookies. Big creams are a very serious cookie. By the way, now adult cookies are a whole different thing. (laughs) Yeah, There it is. Peak creams. That's it right there. Uh, They're extraordinarily serious. Those are real cookies. I don't like serious in my cookies. And then it was, what else? It was the Pepperidge Farm guy. There was a peak freen. I had another cookie guy. I can't remember. I love cookie these. commercial. Who? I didn't know. I remember these, but I didn't know that was the name of them. Oh yeah, I remember. The, I remember the jingle. Peak Freens are extraordinary. Yeah, it's terrible. Italian, people come back from the Italian bakery with these. Oh, I love the Italian bakery. Yeah. Oh, I love. I love now. 
to eat old people's cookies. <laughs> Back then, my great grandmother used to buy these dumb. I'm like, why would you buy these? There's no frosting on any of so these. So you like the crunchy cookies, like the hard cookies? Nah, I like crumble cookies, like shortbread. I love a shortbread. Yeah, shortbread. I love a, a nice biscotti. Mm-hmm. I love one of these, a shortcake biscuit. Do you like pecan sandies? Oh, that that I don't. I don't like nuts in my cookies. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. No Isn't nuts in my dessert. Um, Spanish, did you say what is that? Yeah, I, did, I never heard of that. Pecan sandy, it's like a plain cookie with pecan. pecans in it. Oh, yeah. that sounds delicious. Yeah, they're not bad. I just love not, pecans. They even, uh, Stella Doro would make this little serious cookie with a little fudge drop in the middle. Oh. Uh, we're talking. Ooh. <laughs> My grandparents wouldn't buy that because we couldn't keep it in the house. The minute they did, we'd, we'd eat them all right away. Yeah. Remember the other day you had a little fudge drop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was my 9-11. Never forget. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, fudge, fudge drop from here to the back. <laughs> uh. Some Costco's have started selling giant bottles of Verve Kiku champagne. Uh, the bottle is six liters, which is more than one and a half gallons. There's a uh, picture up on Bone wow. TV. It's going to set you back $830, which actually is a pretty bad deal because a regular 750-milliliter yeah. bottle uh, sells for $60 at Wine.com. So uh, it would cost you $480 to get the same amount of champagne. Basically, you're paying for the big bottle. You want the big yeah, ch- crazy yeah, bottle so yeah. you can open it with a sword and then break it all over your yeah. kitchen uh, counter. <laughs> this may hard. be an unpopular opinion, but I do not like champagne. No, that's not an unpopular what? opinion. Yeah. Champagne Instant is hard garbage. Part. I like good champagne, expensive champagne. I, I, listen to me. I have bottles of, of, I have gold bottles of Dom here and all really? that stuff. I just, yeah, I don't drink it because it gives me instant. I do, I do like it. I like the presentation of it. I like to drink it only on uh, New Year's Eve and all that stuff. But you'll never see me just pop a bottle. The last time I popped a bottle for recreational, you know, just to sit there and chill out and drink it was in Alaska. They, we booked a cruise, and I think Bob and Diane from Action on Travel bought us a bottle of champagne in our room. And I was like, I probably won't drink it. I'll just sit, let it sit there for a little while. And then we were going through the uh, this area that took a couple of hours of just looking at glaciers and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm yeah. popping that champagne, sitting on the balcony and watching glaciers. Uh, that sounds two delightful. things. One, uh, champagne is really good when you're in a hot tub, though, because you got the cold bubbly and the hot bubblies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's the dichotomy of the bubble. Yeah. The double bubble. And two, Spanish. Yes. You just said, I like expensive champagne. Yes. I guarantee I could put six bottles, well, pour six glasses, and you couldn't tell which one's the expensive you're one. You're probably right, Gal. I'm 100% right. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I, all I you know you I... don't know what good champagne to bad champagne. The only reason why I feel like I could tell is because sometimes when, like, my, if we, if, like, I'm doing, like, cheap champagne with friends for mimosas, that will give me heartburn. And a headache. Well, yeah, where, like, um, the champagne that we got from the company wasn't that bad and it didn't give me heartburn and i drank you know pretty much the whole bottle with karishma and it was really good i didn't get that, that bottle was... oh i drank that whole bottle while eating crap you know what that bottle was <laughs> i don't remember verve kiko <laughs> was it, it really? was yeah it's, a, oh. it's this stuff that uh, it's because it has that orange label on it i've never had dom uh perignon either i've always wanted to just try ever it. ever yeah i don't okay, think I've next ever time had you it. come to my house is it really people... like what they say it's it's better. It'll, you'll you'll have less heartburn and it's, it's crystal. Uh, but the best is Spanish. Um, people will buy it for me, like when they come over, like they'll be like, "Oh, party champagne," and then we never get to it. So I, I have a ton of it. 
So, really? Yeah. Uh, the best champagne probably for the price, they say, is Moet or Moet. Moet, or, yeah, I know that. To describe. But uh, it was so great. We used to sell. By the way, if you're buying that in a nightclub, you're paying so much more mm-hmm. for it. It's unbelievable. Because oh. I think it's any alcohol, though, really. Yeah, true. But especially with champagne. No kidding. We had a guy who ordered a bottle, and then he was like, hey, you got any strawberries? And I'm like... Bro, it's a nightclub. That's a girl thing. The best best I could do is give you some cherries out of this thing that's been sitting near the smoke machine for the last four hours. (laughs) Bro. That is definitely a girl thing, though. When you get champagne, you got to have strawberries. Make it sexy. Like when when you're in a club, the girls want that. Yeah. Uh, Somebody polled over 30,000 Americans, and man, did it hurt. Uh, And three out of uh, four people think they've made it through 2020 while being. Mostly nice. Uh, around one in eight admit that they've been more naughty than nice this year. The results were uh, pretty steady across all ages and demographics, except for only 9% of women said that they were naughty. More women should be naughty. Uh, <laughs> compared to uh, 15% of guys. More guys said they were being naughty. Uh, what have you been, naughty or nice? I'm, I'm nice. Yeah? There's no, yeah, there's no. I'm pretty nice. I'm pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Definitely. I would nice. like to be naughty. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been much naughtiness yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, with the pandemic, movies only took in $2.3 billion. I say only $2.3 billion in 2020 because that's down 80% from oh. last year, oh. which was $11.4 billion. It's the lowest total in about 40 years wow. for movies. Yeah, so $2.3 billion. That's uh, bad whenever that is a bad number. You know what I mean? <laughs> $2.3 yeah. billion. Oh, damn it. Yep. Uh, so... Tell me if this is right. I saw this, and it seems like it is right, and I was trying to find out some facts on this. I have the new Yeezy shoe design. <laughs> Joe, if you can put the picture up on Bone TV. Right. I don't know if anybody has seen this yet or oh, not. Yeah. 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 That's real? Yeah. I don't know. Let me make a statement. But, uh, right, is it? If those are the real Yeezys, and you buy a pair of those, if you would like to come down to the radio station, I will give you a free punch in the face with that. <laughs> if you buy those Yeezys and you have extra jumping ability, it totally makes sense. Yeah, if you could jump onto the roof of the building yeah. from the parking lot, then I'd go, yeah, okay, sure, makes sense. I love those fun. futuristic looking shoes. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're ugly as all hell. You know they're... how much you would be tripping in those shoes? No, there's That's no way the I'd ever wear those. There's no way, but I mean, uh, if they. Function if they were as comfortable as they look, and if they functioned like uh, you'd you'd be able to jump at least seven feet, it would be awesome. <laughs> they look uncomfortable to me. The old Yeezys looked at least comfortable, yeah, like they, they looked like, like nice slip-ons. So yeah, give you plantar fasciitis. That's the thing. These look like they would just like dig into my heels for some reason, and they would hurt my my arch, my non-existent arches. I guess I should say. Do you know at the beginning of uh, of of uh, Kanye West concert, whenever they had it all go dark and then the like wolves were howling and stuff, that <laughs> yeah. was actually pa- people wearing Yeezys and their feet were hurting. <laughs> that was a long way to go from that. Yeez. That was great. Uh, so, Smokey Robinson is on Cameo, Mike. I don't know uh, how much Cameo he's doing, but he sure is making it interesting. Smokey Robinson uh, made a Cameo video wishing somebody a happy Hanukkah. But whoever requested it used the C-H spelling for Hanukkah, mm-hmm. and Smokey had no idea what it meant. Here is Smokey Robinson on Bone TV. Check this out. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now, and they want me to wish you happy Chinooka. 
I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Happy Chinooka from Smokey. Uh, I mean, but happy Chinooka. Oh God. <laughs> That is just awful. Uh, I heard I heard this the other day, and I was like, how is this? How is happy Chinooka from Smokey Robinson. Uh, <laughs> excuse like me. It. What's that? I like it. I like the new pronunciation. Yeah? Start using that. Hey, uh, was there, did you have the cameo video? Yeah, it was on both I, TV. I'm sorry, I wasn't looking at how Smokey looking these days. It looks good. It's good, yeah. Yeah, oh, Smokey looks still looks great. great. I mean, yeah. Smokey's got to be 80, right? Yeah, oh, and he's at he's got you know he's got a little has some work done. Right, but, but it uh, looks he's, uh, he's so beautiful to start out with. I mean, he had those blue eyes and or whatever green eyes. Yes, yeah, Smokey's 80 years old, man. Woo! Listen, wow. you you did not get much better than singing when it comes to Smokey Robinson. Uh, and great interview, too. Remember, we had him on. Great, he was great. interview. Yeah. Uh, and also, I wish to God that when we interviewed him, I would have already had seen that Motown documentary. Uh, oh, yeah. I learned so much about him. And he was really, it was really Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson who were there for the very beginnings of of Motown. I mean, he's just as much to, uh, you know, he's just as much responsible uh, as, as Barry Gordy is. And, God, he's probably worth so much money. What do we think his net worth is? It, it, after watching that documentary, he's got to be worth in the in the hundreds of millions category. Uh, yeah, I don't know that over time after divorces and all that other stuff what he's worth, but he has had to have made hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, according to this, it says that he is worth one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, which seems like he probably was worth three hundred at one point. Yeah, it could be more. Good for him. He's had face work done though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you know, does that look like a fifty-year-old? I mean, an eighty-year-old face? No, no. Yeah, it looks like a sixty-year-old who had some work done. It's like a little Botox. It's not like he did a bunch of like lifts. He and, definitely yeah. did something to his eyelashes. I mean, his uh, yeah, his eyelids rather, his eyelids. He had his eyelids tightened because uh, he that he could barely close his eyes now. <laughs> So Jake Paul is now two and zero with his boxing career, and his uh, brother Logan Paul is going to be uh, fighting. Um, I still think this is fake. Well, Jake Paul <laughs> has been calling out all kind of different people, especially Conor McGregor, and I got to tell you, he's he's good at it. He's going to get under people's skin because uh, this is something. Here's a video that he put out calling out Conor McGregor and talking a little crap about his fiance and uh, Dana White and pretty much everybody else that he could. Take a look at this. There's a lot of beeping in here because of swearing, but here it is on Bone TV. What the f*** is up, you Irish c- Good morning, Conor McGregor. I know you're probably beating up old dudes in a bar right now, or maybe you're off because you're sick of f***ing your wife. I mean, she's a four, Conor. You could do a lot better, but happy Monday. My team sent you a $50 million offer this morning. $50 million cash, proof of funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, but you're scared to fight me, Conor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a f***ing YouTuber. You're 0-1 as a boxer. I'm 2-0 as a boxer. I just came off the eighth biggest pay-per-view event in history. But you want to fight Dustin Prober, who has less followers on Instagram than my f***ing dog. That's a fact. <laughs> and Dana White, you're a f***ing pussy too, you ugly f***ing bald bitch. You said there's 0% chance of this fight happening, but there's 0% chance of you getting some f- Connor, you're scared. Dana, you're scared. Sign the f***ing contract, you idiots. Jesus f***ing Christ. <laughs> Irish bitch. Oh, man. Wow. I got to tell you. Wow. To me, (laughs) if I'm Hunter McGregor and and Dana White, I do the same thing. 
I Conor McGregor hasn't said anything. Dana White's at zero chance of this happening, and I just move on and I retire at some point in my career with dignity. Uh, or the other option is for fifty million dollars. If the if it's a straight up fifty million dollar deal to participate, then I go, hey, I, all right, I'm not stupid. I'm going to take fifty million dollars. I'm going to run in there and punch this guy's face in, and then I'm going to leave. Well, here's a few things. Dana White has responded, uh, telling TMZ Sports, "quote I'm thinking of letting Amanda Nunez knock his ass out." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then another response, which, by the way, I have a promotional idea for this. Nate Diaz tweeted this. Joe, if you can put that up. Jake Paul, you need your ass beat for free, you spoiled F. You can't really fight, dumbass. You're going to end up with your ass whoop for real somewhere talking like that. Now, here is your co-main event. This is great. Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. And his brother versus his brother. You got the brothers Diaz and the brothers Paul going against each other. Put anybody else on that card you want. I am watching that. I think I would rather fight uh, Conor McGregor than Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, listen, is an unbelievable boxer. Right. That's what I'm saying. Nate Diaz is going to kill him. Yeah. And if I'm Jake Paul, I'm like, I don't want want any part of this. (laughs) Yeah. Diaz Diaz is about to whoop your ass for free. And the Diaz (laughs) brothers are nuts. Yeah. They are crazy. They're (laughs) nuts, and they have crazy endurance. They do triathlons and stuff. They just look for anything to uh, abuse themselves. They're like, I'm in. (laughs) What do you want me to do? Eat a mountain? I'll do it. I don't care. (laughs) I saw that uh, Jake Paul, he unfollowed everyone on Instagram that he followed except Conor McGregor's fiance. That's the only person. Person he's following on Instagram. You gotta Listen, give the guy credit though. He's a goddamn genius because he's getting. I mean, I don't know who's better, him or his brother, managed to yeah. get Floyd Mayweather in the ring, and then this guy is being taken seriously by boxers now because he's got the money. Yeah, and that's a great video. Like he called yeah. him out yeah. in the way he said the stuff, and the one guy doesn't have as many <laughs> followers as this dog on on social media. Oh, it's so good. But, I mean, you know, he's going to get his ass whooped if they do get in with but either of those guys. It's all upside for those guys, though. You oh, know what sure. I mean? Like, hey, you know, listen, it's upside to where you, you get $50 million, but you're forgetting the fact that you got to get beat up. And that's really something you have to think about. I mean, but it's that, a one-time. It's a, it's, it hurts to get punched in the face if you've never been punched yeah, in the face. Yeah, but also, at any point, you could hit the canvas like old basketball Nate Robinson, you know, just go to sleep and <laughs> But if you down. do, then you have to deal with what Nate Robinson's dealing with now. And then do we really want the money, or do you want to deal with the fact that everywhere you go, you're getting punked? Right, but if you have $50 million and you, you know, get in there, and it's a professional fighter and knock you out, that's what I would say. I would go, listen. I got him into the ring. First off, a win for me. I got $50 million, another win for me. And then I got knocked out by a professional fighter. Did you think I was going to beat him? Yeah. Like, did anybody yeah. think I was going to beat him? I I'm didn't think sure. I was going to beat him, All but outside. I did it, and I got it done. So you want to make fun of me? Go ahead and make fun of me while I'm over here with my nine Ferraris. I made right. a ton of money, and I got in the ring at one point with the, one of the greatest fighters. Yeah, go in down in history. history. When you look. When you look at his, one of the greatest fighters yeah. of all time, when you look at his record, I'm on his record. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's it's kind of it's kind of like uh, smoking weed with Cheech and Chong, yeah, or yeah. doing different things. You're like, I, I want to get knocked out by yeah, uh, you know Floyd record, Mayweather. Uh, That's why today I am prepared to announce oh, that boy. I'm uh, challenging somebody to the a fight at the Punch Out. Okay. Oh, Jen Epstein. Oh, what? No, I don't know. I, I don't. I, everybody says that to me. They're like, you don't want to fight at the Punch Out. It's a lose lose for you. I go, why? And they go, because if you fight somebody and you win, they're going to be like, well, it was his punch out. He was going to win anyway. Blah, blah, blah. And then if you're fighting, you lose. You look like a fool. And I'm like, ah, 
I don't want to fight somebody that I'm going to automatically beat, but I don't want to fight somebody that I'm going to get my ass kicked by either. So sometimes it is better to just stay out of would, the deal. Would you fight Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's equal in size yeah. and in caliber. Notoriety as well? That's what I mean. Like I mean, like uh, we're both, I would say, equal in the market. I would say that, uh, you know... But the, I mean, I love Orlando. I have no no anger issues. That that would be the hard part. There's no hatred inside me uh, to kill. Mike Kelton, you're back under oath. Uh, do you really what? think you could beat uh, Ronde Barber? <laughs> yes. You really do. Uh, yeah, Ronde Barber. You yes. really do. Ian Beckles, no. No, no. Ian, no. Boxing, no. I would I would box Ian, no. but I don't think that I'd want to fight Ian. Like I would be willing to box him, and if I lost, I'd go, yeah, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. But uh, I don't want to street fight Ian if I saw him, and you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't think you want to fight Ian in any way, and I don't think you want to fight Ronde Barber either. Yeah, there's no desire to fight either one of them. No, but uh, you wouldn't. You that wouldn't be good for you. I will fight Ronde Barber. Oh, you're out of your mind. And man. I will win. You're out of your mind. Okay. I have more followers than his dog. What was that the one? And now I think he got it backwards. No, I, I and I also like Ronde, so I don't I don't want to fight Ronde. I'm just saying he was one of the guys like Gramatica who was you know not working and thought we might be good to get in the ring. It's a good chance Ronde goes in the NFL Hall of Fame this year. He can should. I, he can I point it. out? Can I point out that Martin Gramatica is the kicker, and everyone's like, "Oh, kicker!" When he took his robe off, everyone went, "Holy crap! Look at look at Gramatica." Could you imagine the difference between Gramatica and Ronde Barber? Yeah. Okay, but you're also now now the size difference between me and and Ronde Barber is ridiculous as well. He may have abs and me in great shape, but I'm three times his weight and height. Yes, which makes you much much slower. Yeah, but I also you know how much he's going to have to hit me in order to stop me. Says that Ronde is five ten one eighty four. Yeah, I'm three times his size all around. That doesn't help in boxing. It does. It does. No. Not when he's super fast and punches a bunch, and then yeah. But I don't think that Ronde's super fast. I don't think that he's got <laughs> boxing. I don't think he's got punching power. I don't know as, as far as boxing. I'm just saying he was a professional athlete. He's definitely fast on his feet, and uh, he's in great shape. Yeah, and if he had to run away shape. from me, he'd be he'd be winning in that race. So we mind. we were playing tag. I couldn't catch him. You're out of your mind. Okay. <laughs> Look, the challenge has been out there for years. Mm-hmm. He's the one ducking me. Mm-hmm. All right, let's Gio, make this happen. <laughs> you you blew it on the uh, Tom Brady or Travolta stuff. Whatever, let's make this happen. Uh, I have some music for you guys. This is new music. Well, yes. for America, it was released somewhere else, but uh, in the seventies, wasn't released here. Uh, take a listen. See if you can figure out who this is. Okay, I'm going to play it for you. When you know it, tell me who it is. Here we go. Yeah. So whiny. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a woman or a man at first. Yeah. I'm going to uh, say I Robert can, Plant. I can tell you that it's a man. Uh, it's not Robert Plant, no. It's a band, very popular band that's been around for a long time. You too. Give me one more. Give me one more time.
quite a departure from their normal sound. Any guesses? <sighs> no. Is it an English band? No. Is it an American band? Well, no. Australian. That's ACDC. What? Who is uh, Bon Scott? Yeah. So Angus Young says ACDC's most regrettable song was Love Song from their first high-voltage album released in 1975. It was only uh, released in Australia. The international version came out in 1976 and did not include Love Song, which is this song right here. Yeah. Play the Not exactly the same as that. Yeah, so I don't think you'll be hearing that uh, if uh, ACDC goes back on tour. I don't think Brian's going to be singing Love Song. <laughs> I'm going to request it. Yeah, just hold up signs. Love Song. Play Love Song. It's my favorite. Uh, and that is it for news. All right. Well, good, because we were running so damn late. Yeah. Uh, is Dom good to go? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Dom. We are running super late today. Listen, we only have today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday left for the year. Each show we're trying to make good. We're off to a good start. When we take a break, we'll come back, and we'll have Ask the Dom on the air with us. So if you've got a question for him, get in now. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Your questions... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.